everybody, and thanks for joining us for the PHNX Suns postgame show. Brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook Lindsay, app. America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And leave us a five-star review. Maybe four. (laughs) (laughs) Sir Charles uh, inspired me to dance on the program. Oh, my goodness gracious. Did he dance? Yeah. Terribly the other night. Well. And I I returned sir. In perfect company. (laughs) The Phoenix Suns (laughs) beat the Chicago Bulls 125-104. to As we bask in this sexy sax. There we go. Mm, Let's sexy go. Sax. Sexy sax. You know, there's only one thing that is better than sexy sax. Do you guys know what I'm talking about here? Super no. sexy sax? It's not a super sexy <laughs> sax, exactly. Emma, what's better than sexy sax? I know. I was like, <laughs> I was I'm literally like, totally not stall. ready at all. Oh, she- I was win, 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 win. Stall, but I was like, everything I else. This was supposed to come. Win, 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 win. Damn it. That's where Gerald's supposed to just do it live. <laughs> I'm sorry. I missed my I didn't even know what she was talking about. I was like, what? No, I knew exactly what she was, I knew where she was going. About. Let's re-rack. She even, she even slowed down. I to did be like, slow down. You know what that means, right, everybody? <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to you, Emma. <laughs> Let's re-rack. Let's try win, that one win, more win, time. Win, 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 win. everything else, win, 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 win. Unreal. There we go. <laughs> Can we get that one more time clean? Because I talked through the middle of it. I know. Oh, God. Let me just set it up. Let yeah. me set it up. You know what's better than sexy sax? Win. Win, 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 win. <laughs> Curve everything else. Win, 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 win. Get your shit together, Emma. <laughs> it was closer. I really regret. She literally was on a delay with her fingers. She just... Oh, now. <laughs> You know oh. what's better than sexy sex? <laughs> Please not again. Please not again. Oh, man. That was a rough game there. Oh, man. All right. Oh, that was so great. Happy least- Friday, everybody. What a way to start a weekend with a big Suns win over the Chicago Bulls. I think we should start the show off officially with looking inside the box. <laughs> oh, what's in the box? What's in the fucking box? You know what's in the fucking box tonight? <laughs> Seven solid minutes from Beasley, baby. Oh That's what's God. in your box. Super chat <laughs> from Fiend Kicks. Don't let Booker in a coach's performance overshadow Beasley's seven minutes of tone-setting dominance. Oh, my God. Can we actually show what's in the box now? It's a 125-104 <laughs> victory for your Phoenix Suns. Field goal shooting a big, uh, big reason why. Suns. Made more shots of the Bulls. <laughs> and that usually equates to a win. 42 nah, nah. of 84 for the Suns. 39 of 83. Hey, that's the way this works. They made more buckets. They win the damn game. Analytics. Suns three-point shooting, though. <laughs> this is this is supreme. Take that for Tw- data. 20 of 47 <laughs> uh, from oh beyond the arc God. to the Bulls. 7 of 23. And the Suns whipped that ass on the boards, too. <laughs> 41 rebounds, the 34 for the Bulls. And that's how you get a win, damn it. And three fouls from Baisley, too. Throw that in for good measure. What? There was so much in that box. There was a lot in that box. I feel like I need to go home. No. Emma, should we just leave? Come on. Do we want to go? Go to the box. This is too much. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Uh, The game. There was a game. Help. The game. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. There was a game. It was fun. We're clearly giddy. We're clearly giddy Hashtag. watching Kevin Durant play again. Hashtag analysis. I'm trying here. It was good. I'm trying to get analytics. God, the people at home probably think we're drunk and high. No, nope. we're high on the fact that Kevin Durant is a Phoenix Sun. This is the most bizarre oh, and fitting Friday show we've wow. ever had. Wow. Oh, okay. wow. I literally started to cry there. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, can I see that graphic one more time, Emma? We'll take this seriously for real, for real this day. What? what in the box? My, yeah. My, my reading, well, my was, dramatic well, reading. You want to talk was, through we, it? No. I couldn't we, listen to what was in the box and no, no. what you were saying, Espo. Well, it was clear and crisp. I got it. <laughs> it was an ass whoop. It was what was in yeah. the box, Lindsay. We outshot oh. them, and we hit more threes. Lots and more threes. And we out-rebounded. Lots the more math threes. 
is math. Is math. 39 more points from the three-point line, 13 more threes, just in case you didn't want to do that math. <laughs> That's pretty good. And they got to the foul line 25 times. So I know we've talked a lot about the mid-range stuff, but the spacing that this team has now, especially if you're going to leave Josh Okoge open and he's capable of hitting 50% of his threes, there's no earthly way to defend this team. Josh Okoge. Knockdown three-point three shooter. Shooter. <laughs> <laughs> we love Josh Okoge around these parts. Um, but you know who else was a big part of that shooting tonight? Mm. Devin Booker. He mm. was a 6 of 10 from deep, 12 of 24 from the field, finished with 35 points tonight. The only reason he didn't have Ooh. seven threes tonight is because Gerald tweeted about it. Yeah, I was tweeting Gerald about your And the order. rest of the world was tweeting about it. Y'all, mm. we got to stop jinxing it. When Devin has six threes, just pretend and look the other way that you didn't even know what was going just on. Just pretend he has five. All yeah. right? It's almost funny, though, at this point. like it's That he can't get over the hump? I feel like this is like the 19th or 20th time that he's had six threes in a game and hasn't gotten the seventh. It's yeah. kind of funny. It's crazy, too, because, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't that come his sixth come in the third at the end of the third quarter or was it the yeah, beginning it was, of it the was in the third at yeah. some point it was like midway through the third I he almost, had plenty of time plenty of time. I feel like he's in on it now he might like be. he's like i got the six we got this in hand screw it yeah. i'm not gonna make that seventh he took one more three and missed it and that was it for the rest <laughs> of the night from three you all can wait i yeah. mean he had plenty of other opportunities in the second quarter when he was chucking and ducking uh unnecessarily in some cases, but then you put the first third and fourth together and you wouldn't even know it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I would love to know what his percentage was first, third and fourth quarter versus second quarter. 120. 120 like, percent. Yeah. He made more than he shot. <laughs> yes. I can do the math Gerald on that. Gerald can definitely do the math. Oh, I figured that. I will say as far as Devin goes, and this is a full team thing and obviously the spacing that Kevin Durant brings to the team, but there was one point in time where Devin hit a three early in the first quarter that it was the widest open we have seen book probably ever. Yeah. And that was a thing of beauty. Yeah, he had a couple of those tonight, and it's part of why he was so efficient from three and why he's been so efficient these first couple of games is if he is the second most important player that you have to worry about as a defense, he's going to get a lot of high-quality looks and they ran that double drag play with Durant and DA and CP3 just zipped it over to him in the corner because they were tagging the roller and he was wide open. Um, but I do have the math for you. Booker in the first quarter, five of eight. Booker in the second quarter, one of six. So, yeah, it's uh, he, he had a rough second quarter, but he still managed to shoot 50 percent from the game and 60 percent from three. So we will take that. So yeah. He was 11 of 18 outside of. Of the second, second quarter. quarter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's... That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I turned to you uh, towards the end of the game, I was just like, is this just what we got to expect from Book? Like, is he just going to average over 30 the rest of the way because the defense is so focused elsewhere? Like, I, I think we may be at uh, nearing that where we could just pencil him in. We might have to move that, uh, that uh, you know, king of the game thing to 40 because I think we're just going <laughs> to see Devin Booker live in this 30-point range for a while now. I think that's fair. We can have that conversation after 10 games with KD in the mix. Mm. And if Book has over 30 in 80% of those games, then I think we can talk about (laughs) moving the threshold for for king of the game. Uh, But before we make any bold statements about what Book will or will not do now that KD is a part of the squad, let's go ahead and give him his crown tonight. He is our draft king, king of the game. Like I said, he finished with 35 points, 10 of 7, I'm sorry, 6 of 10 from deep. He also had six assists. Congratulations to Devin Booker for being our draft king, king of the game. Two nights in a row or two games in a row, we've gotten really solid performances from him. How'd you guys do on your bets on the DraftKings Sportsbook app? I did horribly. We all lost. Damn minutes <laughs> restriction. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, this D- was a bummer D- of, a, one, of D- a game for us. Yeah, DA, DA kind of let me down a little bit today. Uh, he didn't get to the 15 points, didn't have his block, uh, yeah. but everything else hit. There he might be a reason shots. why for DA, and we'll get into that here in just a minute. But unfortunately, since we all lost our bet, that means the leaderboard looks a little bit lighter. We are all $10 short tonight, which means Saul is at 154.13. I'm at 155.04. 
As well, you dropped below $100 tonight. You are at $94. Well, four more points from KD tonight, and I'd be in the lead. If you guys want to get in on the action, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Sign up with code PHNX, and new customers who use that code can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Again, the code is PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. There is no Suns tomorrow. They'll be back on Sunday. But if you are looking for something to fill that time, our friends at Four Peaks are going to be out at M3F Festival. They were there tonight. They'll be there tomorrow. If you want to check it out, you can grab your ticks at m3fs.com and enjoy a wow wheat beer while you're there. Just a reminder, you do have to be 21 years or older to enjoy Four Peaks beer, and we ask that you enjoy responsibly. If the festival is not your cup of tea, you can always pick up some Four Peaks beer in preparation for Sunday's game, though. That's also a good idea. I believe you meant cup of beer. What did I say? (laughs) You said if it isn't your cup of tea. Oh. (laughs) I was like, I don't get it. What did I say? I'm going to mood tonight, Lindsay. Also, a a lot of things are going over my head (laughs) at this point. I'm missing a lot of things. Yeah, four foot nine, that happens. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's talk a little bit about DeAndre Ayton because I know the chat is also um, having concerns about DA potentially being injured. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you guys see what mm-hmm. happened tonight, and how are you feeling yeah. about this? Jo- Josh Okoge, um went up for a shot, fell down, ran into DA's leg. It looked like um, it hit sideways a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and but his foot did give away to a degree. It, it wasn't stuck in that position. Um, so obviously he got down to the ground. He held his knee, got back up, played off of it a little bit, but then towards the end of the game you could see him limping a little bit, and, and then he came out right away. Um, so hopefully it's nothing serious. Hopefully it's nothing major. Uh, he was kind of messing with it. Um, but you don't like to see it. That's for sure. You don't. And the one thing that I've already seen that we're definitely not going to do is blame Josh Akogi for driving to the basket. Oh my God, no. Like, let's be real guys. <laughs> Somebody said, he, oh, he's, there he goes, Josh trying to do too much again. Like the man yeah. that had 25 points and was hustling all over the place. Like, don't do that. But hopefully D.A. is okay, and it's not a situation where he has to sit out Sunday um, because obviously there's a quick turnaround with that being an 11 a.m. game local time. If we're blaming anybody, I'm sorry, but we're blaming Book, who decided, I'm going to play a little doctor here, and reached out and, like, shook D.A.'s (laughs) knee after he was laying down there. Like I know he was, like, shaking off, bro, but I'm like... What if they legitimately hurt? You know, semi-pro when he like oh, injures no. his back and they all like lift him up and it's like hanging down. Yeah. I felt like was... book went, don't worry about it. I stayed at a holiday inn last time. I got this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, hopefully DA is fine and he won't miss too much time, if any at all. Um, but it's just one of those things. It's an unfortunate situation to be in. Nobody's to blame, but All we can do is hope for the best. Obviously, before that, we also saw D.A. get into foul trouble a little bit tonight. We got a lot of minutes from Jock Landale, which were a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Jock brings the energy every single night. He's been improving a whole bunch. And it seems like Kevin Durant is really taking a liking to him. They are besties. (laughs) They are absolute besties. I don't know what what the deal is, but I noticed it the other night against Charlotte. Um, KD has an affinity for Jock. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I, I, we're gonna ask him because I mean, fuck. If Jock's besties with DKD, uh, Jock, let's go. Bring him home. <laughs> and now we know uh, how to get KD as OGs. Yeah, I mean, there right. Go. There we go. Uh, so, uh, but and then tonight, like it just seemed like uh, Jock had a little bit of a struggle when he first got in for a couple minutes, and he was going to the sideline, and KD. Took them took the time to go up to him, slap him on the chest, and be like, "You good?" You know what I mean. And then Jock mm-hmm. played way better after that. And so, I don't know. They're mm-hmm. they're they got a little thing going. I like it. Yeah, I, I think for KD, especially if he's going to be the one that's kind of in charge of anchoring those bench heavy lineups, he's looking for a guy that's going to do the little things that sets hard screens and helps free him up. And so far, a lot of KD's mid-range pull-ups have come directly off of like a Jock Landale screen. Um, I don't know what it is that's 
like caused them to form this chemistry so quick. But on a couple of rolls, like Katie's throwing him the bounce pass before Jock is even mm -hmm. in the space. Mm -hmm. He just trusts that he's going to be there. So that's kind of cool to watch that develop. And hopefully it's something that they can build on because as we've talked about, KD makes those all bench lineups a lot more playable. Mm -hmm. um, and we've talked about, you know, Jock or Biz, Jock or Biz for the playoffs. If this is the Jock that we're getting, who can be productive, who can provide energy, hit the glass, set good screens, like Jock is a really good piece to have as part of your playoff rotation. Look, if you have not already bought in Landell Landing, KD is a sponsor now, right? He loves <laughs> Landell Landing. Get in there. Now, I Which love, means the price has gone up oh, significantly. It's now, it's now prime real estate. It's not that janky stuff I was selling before. But, <laughs> uh, no, look, I love the fact that Jock is getting rewarded for that hustle we've seen all year. Uh, you know, he talked about when he was in here how he tries to help get guys feeling better when they're down on themselves a little bit and be that hype guy. I like that KD's being his hype guy. I mean, again, we go back to this. KD gets hammered for leadership, right? Mm -hmm. Those little things are leadership. Oh, yeah. Going to Jock and dapping him up and saying, no, you got this, man. Uh, encouraging him, building that chemistry with uh, with your backup center when you're out there. Those are leadership things, and and that's important. What happened when Book missed his first free throw? KD went up to him. KD said something to him right away. Yo, motherfucker, we don't miss free throws, all right? Like, uh, I mean, there's there's legitimacy. I I definitely I definitely did not realize how much of a of a leadership role KD would had have. Because I guess I just have never really noticed it before. Mm. But with this team, it seems like I'm seeing a little bit of a different KD, a different version of KD where he just feels like I can I can kind of just be myself, play ball, and 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 lead these guys and not feel criticized. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I love it. It's it's the best of both worlds for him because like we've talked about, he gets to come in and just do what he loves focus on hoops with guys that are very like-minded to him in that regard. Um, and he's the ultimate kind of lead by example guy. Yeah. You know, he's not the vocal demonstrative leader like a Chris Paul or someone like that, but they've all talked about how just watching him work out, they like watching him do his individual workouts in the gym because he just goes 110% every single time. Um, and it's kind of awe-inspiring to watch. And Damian Lee said it best. He said, when you're out there on the floor with Kevin Durant, you better be on your P's and Q's because you're sharing the floor <laughs> with greatness. And I feel like everybody so far is, is picking up on that too. Icon in the chat said, I imagine this is the most fun KD has had playing basketball in a few years. And I don't know about that per se, but I could totally see him just feeling like a little bit lighter with the Suns. Like yeah. you said, Gerald, where you can lead by example, but the expectation is that you've got a mix, a, a good mix of guys who are all leaders in their own way. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to be the guy who's making sure everyone's in the right spot and doing the right things. Like they're all accountable for one another, whether you're Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Monty Williams, or even guys like Damian Lee or Tory Craig, mm. right? This group is very accountable for one another and themselves. And I think that's a pretty cool thing to be able to come in and know that my leadership could be a little bit of encouragement here or pulling Jock aside and being like, hey, this is what I'm seeing. And if this happens, we can make magic together. Yeah. And, yeah. No, I, I, just, I just feel like he may finally not be playing – playing out of type, right? Like mm. a lot of these places he's gone, you know, it, Brooklyn was supposed to be his team. He's supposed to be this and that and the other thing. Right right now, he can just be Kevin Durant, right? Mm. He can lead the way that he is natural to him. He can just go out there and play his game. He doesn't have to worry about any drama. It's not a big market media-wise like San Francisco or – uh, or New York, he can just be. And I think there's something to be said for that. I think we've all been in, in places before where you don't quite fit and you can, it, it causes, it, it causes an impact on your work. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, look, he shot 70% tonight, had nine rebounds, six assists, a steal, a block. Like I, I think he's enjoying himself. I, th I think one of the cool things that you're kind of seeing, um, I didn't think, Mikhail would be in this position, but it really does look like there's a little bit of 
you know, Mikhail leaving the Suns and going to the Nets and KD coming here, I think both of them have found themselves in situations where they can thrive and play ball and and get what they they might have been missing. For KD, get it, getting onto a team that didn't have drama, that just wants to win, that's just focused on basketball. And for Mikhail, a little bit more freedom offensively to mm-hmm. be able to do what he wants to do. Um, and obviously it's paying off for him because he's balling his ass off. And if you didn't see the Celtics game tonight, Jesus. Uh, and so I think it was definitely a win-win for both teams. And that's the great thing about good trades. And we heard this, uh, I forgot who we were talking about. Oh, I, I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. The, the Coyotes GM said the the picture-perfect trade is when both teams win because yeah. they're more willing to, to, to talk and trade with you in the future. And both teams seem like they've won the trade. Which yeah. is cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Dropped 38 points tonight Jesus. and a 28-point comeback from the Nets. Um, Which and this means is a couple in 2026, he's going to be a lot more yeah. expensive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Get ready for Max McHale yeah. in 2026. Max ready. McHale. Bring it on. Here it comes. Come on home. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying, Gerald, before? Oh, no. I was just saying that was, that's coming off the heels of a 31-point game two games before and a 45-point game um, in his, I think, third game with the Nets. So he's been he's been balling out over there, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's been really fun to see. Also, I want to give a little bit more love to Josh Okogie. I know we touched on it off the top with the uh, first Super Chat, but we've gotten a few more Super Chats about Josh Okogie since then. Let's see him. Uh, he had 25 points tonight. He was 5 of 10 from deep, 7 of 15 from the field. We got one from Roy. Roy said, knock, knock down three-point three shooter. <laughs> Josh Okogie. And then we got one from Manuel. Thank you for yours. Said shout out to the PHNX crew. Props to the Sun shooting coaches because between what they did to Mikel and what Akogi is doing now, they need a raise. I mean, not wrong. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a, probably a good mix of what the coaches are bringing to the table and the fact that these two guys are willing to learn, willing to work on it and adjust things. And I think part of it, honestly, is just the system because we've talked about the let it fly mentality mm-hmm. before and how... Some guys we don't necessarily want letting it fly, but um, I think it was Mark Stein that wrote of last year that Josh Akogi, he would marvel at him because in the gym, he would watch him knock down shot after shot after shot, and then it just not translate to the court. And Akogi was saying here in Phoenix, it, it feels like, you know, if I miss six threes in a row, Monty's telling me, take the seventh. I'm going to take you out if you don't take the seventh and you pass <laughs> up an open shot. So that kind of confidence, I know we talk a lot about Sometimes Monty has a little too much faith in his guys, but this is another example of where that faith can pay dividends for sure. Mm-hmm. The, the Phantom has been playing great since the beginning mm-hmm. uh, of the year, and some, you know, I think everybody wondered how will it how will it look once KD's here, once this full starting lineup's here, and he's getting easier looks. I mean, that's that's the beauty of this. It's these shots aren't tougher for him. I, I think we're going to continue to see him play well. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's so interesting with Josh Okogie. Like, Gerald, I was mentioning this to you during the first quarter of the game when he started to really get going there. I can't imagine what has gone through Okogie's head in the last month. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, you you find out Kevin Durant is coming to your team. Mm-hmm. Then you get tossed in the starting lineup for multiple games in a row. Now you're starting with Kevin Durant. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre. And like that has to be a whirlwind of emotions for a guy like Josh Okoge, who had started one time before that this whole entire season and didn't really even get a whole lot of run. Yeah, it, it definitely has to be. But he's, I think he told Dwayne Rankin that he he's always felt like he's a starter in this league. So this is kind of the moment that he's been working for and waiting for. And so far, he's really made the most of it. Like we could go through his numbers since you know, right before the all-star break when he started getting run as a starter. But with this group in particular, with Kevin Durant on the team now, he's doing everything that they could ever hope for in a playoff situation. Like, he's not going to go five for ten from three in the playoffs. But if he can just keep defenses honest, make them pay in the corners when they leave him open, attack off the drive, get to the foul line six times tonight, and just play defense and bring that energy, like, he's a perfect fit for this starting group. Is it that crazy to think he might have a night like that in the playoffs, though, just with how many open looks he's going to get? Like, it's possible. Mm. And it's amazing what can happen (laughs) when a guy gets confidence, right? Mm. Uh, When a guy starts believing in a shot, too, that's part of it. That unlocks it. If if you're always thinking, oh, 
like you were saying, I missed two in a row. Am I going to get pulled now? Mm -hmm. That's going to screw with your confidence. So I, I love it, man. It's fun to see a guy like this hit that level and, and unlock something in himself. And if Josh Okogie's knocking down threes like he did tonight, who boy. It's over. Nobody can stop this team even if he's, you know, one for seven from three. Yeah. You add in the three-point shooting of, of Okogie and it's it's impossible. You're in trouble. We also got one more super chat. This one came from Trevor. Trevor said, tempted about getting in a Kobe shirt. I hope DA can accept that the offense won't run through him as much since Book and KD got it. Only seven points tonight. Thank you for your super chat, Trevor. Definitely recommend getting a Josh Kogi anything. Mm-hmm. Full of, in full support of that. Just get one of those masks, wear it around. I mean, honestly, <laughs> like, how fun would that be, though? <laughs> what One of the things, though, about, about DA's performance tonight, I know he's getting a lot of flack from some people in the chat, which, to a certain degree, I, I totally get. I totally understand. Like, He's, he's there's a little bit more activity that's that's needed from him like the other night against Charlotte you could see the energy mm-hmm. tonight not so much not not well I'm not I'm not going to say not so much but it wasn't the same kind of energy as he had the other night mm-hmm. um but he did make the smart plays mm-hmm. he did make the smart passes he's not trying to force anything also I challenge you to go see if they even ran one play for him tonight like they're not going to on a, for a variety of reasons and two of those reasons are Kevin Durant, Devin Booker. Like, and I think somebody had mentioned a little bit earlier, like it would be nice to see uh Monty switch up the rotation a little bit to where DA gets a little bit of playing time with the second unit a little bit. Um, just so he can get some touches and get into the flow of the game offensively. Um, but I, I just feel like this is just a, a learning curve right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody's learning, everybody's trying to adjust. Um, and right now. I think uh, at some point they will they will learn how to take advantage of DA a little bit more. Four shots is not enough for somebody like DeAndre Aiden. I know he's the third or fourth option, but um, it, they'll work him into it. and It'll be fine. And this was a weird night because he had he had foul trouble. Like foul trouble yeah. was the reason he only played twenty seven yeah. minutes. That's part of it. Um, and the offense was humming in the first quarter the way that it was. I, I challenge people to go back and watch that game and look at the little things that he does on the offensive end as far as setting those screens mm-hmm. um, because his gravity, we covered this in the show yesterday as far as that open three that Kevin Durant had in his first three as a son was created by DA just running up the floor and dragging people with him trying to cover him. Um, those are the little things that you need to watch for. And Monty and the Suns have always been good about praising him for those types of plays where it never will show up on a stat sheet, but the gravity that he has opens up the floor for everybody else. What I would love to see is CP3 and DA play some minutes with the rest of the second unit and maybe get that pick and roll going a little bit with him and, and set let CP3 set him up a, a little bit. Uh, but these are all things that Monty's going to gonna figure out in this rotation because right now... I don't think you can break up the Katie Jock thing because that seems no, to be. No, I'd, I'd stick with that over, yeah. over doing like campaign yeah. and DA in the second unit or CP3 and DA. Because yeah. Katie elevates everyone right. Right. to yeah. and, the highest degree. And CP's not, he can't carry anything right now, like not offensively. He can pass. Um, but he, he, in terms of him creating his own shot, he's kind of limited compared to Kevin Durant. So. I, I would stick with what, what's going on right now. I mean, I get the sentiment behind it, though, um, but I just, I don't know. I feel like Kevin with that second unit is oh yeah. going to be, it's going to pay dividends that yeah. we can't risk not having coming to the bank account. All right. We got one super chat real quick from Submerged Suns fan. Thank you for your super <laughs> chat. They said, y'all see Pat Bev and Cam chatting on the sidelines? <laughs> Seems like Pat Bev was trying to teach Cam something. Uh, sir, we don't need your dirty plays. Move on. <laughs> Did you guys see that? Yeah, that was. Yeah. I don't know what was going on there. Pat Bev's got a weird vibe about him. Sometimes, sometimes you think like he might say something that's encouraging or something like that, but he might have very well just been like, "You're you're still an asshole. I don't like you." You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like you're like, "All right, I got to play this off." Like he just doesn't disrespect me. So, yeah. and I think Cam came and came back down after that and like hit a three. So whatever he said worked for. For pain, so that's good. He's I like, guess, get, go get some more legs in your shot. Okay, thank you. <laughs> They're just having a cordial, polite yeah, conversation. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> and he said, "Your offensive game has looked a lot like mine recently, right. and that 
that upset uh, Cam. Oh, no. <laughs> um, okay, so earlier in the show, right off the top, two things. One, Espo danced, and it's already on Twitter. You guys mm-hmm. are fast. Damn, for yeah. real? And then, yeah, already. Mm-hmm. What? And yeah, then second, me... Emma put a poll in the chat and said, are they drunk on Four Peaks, high on OGs, or both? And like 70% of you guys voted both. Uh, so... I'll tell you about our friends over at OGs now, since we already told you about Four Peaks. Uh, OGs, gummies, uh, they're fantastic. Scratch me, THC gummies that are big hits here at PHNX. And they're brand new strawberries and cream happy balance. Uh, One-to-one ratio of THC and CBD. Yeah, CBD and THC. They are on the shelves now. It soothes your aches and pains and also mellows you out. It's a nice little, nice little... Happy balance. Mm. Which is why it's named so appropriately. And they are live on the shelves right now. You can find them at your local dispensary or by checking out OGsBrands.com. But you must be 21 years or older to enjoy. And again, we ask that you guys enjoy them responsibly. (laughs) Also, we have some really exciting news. Our next tea party is live. We've got the date for it. It's happening out at Dobson Ranch. It is Friday, March 24th. So plan to come hang out with us for a night of golf, food, drinks, contest prizes, and so much more. There, The link for the diehards is in the diehard discord, which you guys get discounts for being a diehard. If you are not a diehard, you can still come hang out with us. Uh, the tickets are at gophnx.com. You can find it on our social media. It's also in the description of this show. We want you guys to come hang out with us. We had a blast at our last tea party, and this one's going to be even better. I already know it. You know what the best thing to wear out to those uh, parties are? What is that? Some of our new shirts. We've oh. got the Slim Valley Reaper. Oh, but that's not all. Mm-hmm. We've got the Mid-Range Assassin shirt, and that is dope as hell it is i believe that's what the kids say i don't know sure uh, but uh <laughs> i love it uh it's a, it's a cool new shirt that we've got there and right now if you buy the slim valley reaper shirt and you buy the mid-range assassin shirt you're gonna get a sick exclusive sticker pack to go along with that as well it's uh just a little bonus so you can look good and then you can slap shit that looks good on whatever items you own that you want some stickers on as well yeah, so make sure you guys check all that out and come hang out with us because it's going to be a lot of fun. All right, we have another super chat. This one is from Trevor as well. Trevor said, hope C- CP can fix his shot. It's been short all year. Well, I think it's time for us to discuss some points, right? Yeah. Two pointers here, two sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. Because there are a lot of people who are very upset with Chris Paul lately and there are people who are like, Chris Paul isn't as bad as you guys are making it out to be. Yeah. So I think we should have a discussion. Um, Gerald, you, Saul, you guys want to argue each side? <laughs> I told you what was going to happen. Well, I mean, just as <laughs> far as the conversation. The I'm not table. saying you have to take that approach. Just the the ideas behind each side and why maybe people are making a case for one or the other. And then we can all collectively come to an agreement. Listen, Chris Paul was over everything the last two games from three until the last five minutes of this game where he proceeded to hit three in a row. I was like, dude, (laughs) if you're going to be wide open, hit the shot. He wasn't hitting the shot. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's kind of doo-doo. You should be able to hit (laughs) wide open shots. You're one of the best point guards of all time. You should probably be able to do that. And he hadn't done it until the last five minutes of the game where he just hit three, nothing but net, like... I could do this anytime I want. Well, then fucking do it. That's all I'm saying. Well, it was like he heard you. That it, was was, funny. Right. it was hilarious. It was I mean, like literally, literally, literally on cue. I was like, really, this guy? I mean, honestly, that means from every game out from now on, if Chris Paul's missing shots, you know I'm going to ask you to talk shit to Yeah, him I'm just going to be like, oh, he's not a knockdown three-point shooter. I know that. Here's Cash. Here's my thing is I think – there is definitely something to the fact that he can't create as much space as he used to, that he will have games where he just inexplicably goes like one of seven or two of nine or whatever it is, and he can't hit anything from three. But overall on the season, the results are there. He's shooting 53% on catch-and-shoot threes and 44% on what NBA.com designates as wide-open threes, which is what he's going to need to do with this group because he's now the third or fourth option depending on what their (laughs) offense is running. 
Um, that's the benefit of playing with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. Like he doesn't have to be hitting threes off the dribble or taking fadeaways anymore. He can really continue to build on the improvement he's made this season as an off ball catch and shoot guy. And the numbers back up. He's been really good in that regard. Um, so he is going to have rough games. He's going to have stretches where it doesn't, where it looks like he's washed, but kind of like that game tonight shows all it takes is one stretch, one hot stretch to, change his fortune to turn around a game to make defenses pay for forgetting oh shit they still have chris paul too um and that's kind of all that they need from him at this point and my, my thing is not i don't really care about chris paul being a creator of his own shot or trying to get his own shot mm-hmm. I, and that's not at all what i'm even pointing to what i'm talking about is the inevitable need for him to hit wide open three-point shots and that's it that's where it starts and ends for me because he will get that in the playoffs. He will get that shot in the playoffs, and he will have to hit that. And I know his his percentages say that he will. Mm. I'm just saying, hit him, especially when I fucking bet on you, guy. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, he went so three for seven. He did it. what it was. <laughs> no, I Look, only kid. Ten assists, six rebounds, two steals. Those are the things I care about with Chris Paul right now. I don't Don't shoot at all for all I care. Go out there. Do those kind of things. You're going to help this team win. You're going to help them reach the ultimate goal. And that's what matters most to me. I, I want, I really, really want to agree with you. I really, really do. But I, I just don't believe that they'll beat the elite teams in the league if, if, if it's just that. Because they're okay. just too good. I'll agree with you if, with the caveat, if DA has a night like tonight, you're not going to beat the elites of the league without... Fair, somebody fair, else stepping up fair, and in fair. most cases it's not going to be josh akogi dropping 25 yeah. I mean, as, lo- as much as we all love him that's the reality of it so i mean in that case yes you would need we're all in ball. agreement that if we're relying on josh akogi to score 20 points a game in the playoffs we're fucked right right no this is this is not uh, at all something maybe one we're relying night. on I'm just saying. yeah <laughs> yeah no maybe, that's maybe I one think night that's, i think that's <laughs> one nice fire one nice fire hell yeah. tj warren allegedly is going to save us for at least one playoff game so and he didn't get a fucking minute tonight no he did not josh akogi is a knockdown three-point shooter yeah. don't you dare <laughs> smirch his name all right. Sir. All he has to do is hit seven threes to get oh, to that it. 20 right that's there. It. That's, that's it. Just seven. I mean, it's pretty easy. Heck, why not 14 and just set the record? Like, <laughs> Let's go. Why not? If anybody can do it, it's Josh. It that's is. for sure. Um, I am not overly concerned about Chris Paul. I do understand your concerns come playoffs, but I don't know that I'm anywhere near any sort of panic with mm-hmm. it whatsoever. Yeah, I don't think anyone's panicking except for like no. certain people on Twitter that watch you know the first half and that's it um but like i said all it takes for this dude is like a one stretch for us to be like oh yeah okay he's still the point god and we just went through this in january where he was playing like shit in december and then he had a fantastic january and we we're all like okay maybe we were premature like we shouldn't fall back into that trap again because he's going to have games where just even a stretch like down the stretch to put it away tonight where he hits two or three threes in a row that's enough to break a team's back when they're trying to get Booker and Durant on lock. So, so remember um, at the beginning of the season, I said the Suns were only going to go as far as Mikhail, Cam, and DA took them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a little bit of that last year, too. Like, if Chris Paul and Devin Booker don't show up or, you know, they had the games like they sometimes had against the Mavericks, mm-hmm. who was going to be that third guy? Well, Chris Paul is that third guy or maybe even fourth guy, depending on what nights this year. If the Suns are going to win a championship, he's going to have to shoot well. Like, I don't think there's any debate about that. I think if they're going to win a championship, he's going to have to be not the CP3 of old, not even the CP3 of last year. He's just got to be consistently good shooting the ball when he's open. That's all I'm saying. Look, but if you get one or two good offensive nights in a seven-game series, I think it's enough uh, out of him, right? Like you don't need it, like you're saying, you don't need him to have tw- average twenty a night. Mm-hmm. But if he shows up and scores twenty in one of these games, it, it's almost a guaranteed win in a playoff series. And you're still right, by the way, that the Suns are going to go as far as Cam and Mikhail take them. They took them all the way to Durant. <laughs> to Durant. So, you know, that, we you're, were correct you're still on that. Correct. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> All right, uh, two little nuggets. Everyone in the chat is still asking about DA, maybe people who have joined us a little bit later. Um, we did see him bang knees with a Kogi, but Dwayne Rankin just tweeted out one minute ago, 
DA said his knee is fine, expects to play Sunday. I will take that with a grain of salt. I will it's good too. that he expects to play, but he also said he was made of vibranium the last time and he <laughs> missed a couple of games with that ankle. Um, so DA is much more confident than sometimes maybe he should be based on what the training I, staff wants him to do. Gerald. You're I'm not, just saying. You're not in Chicago right now. I'm just I don't want to hear it. Give me some goddamn hope for Sunday. Hey, I would love right, to see him though. play. But he literally said, I'm good. I'm made of vibranium, man. Like, I'm good. And then he missed, like, two or three games. Gerald so. is right. It's not just DA. It's also CP. <laughs> it's everyone on this team will tell you they're fine the night after the game. You know, this is why so, we, we can't just enjoy life out here. Because we always have to bring up the negative. <laughs> and always the, the sad parts. You're the parts. one talking about just, CP3 I when just, he went 3 for I, 7 from 3. He was all for 4 before I, that, Gerald. I you're three and Jesus. So you get to pick and choose, but we don't get to pick. <laughs> At the 43-minute mark, Sir. hell yeah, I get to pick and choose. No, you don't. Hey, let me let me say this. Vibranium can get sword too. And we know sword is what is the downfall of this team. It's literally its property is that it does Even not get sword. No, 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 no. It's that it doesn't break. <laughs> yeah. and it can get sore still, right? No. You, if you ask <laughs> Captain America's shield, are you sore? What are we doing here? Oh my gosh. All right. We do have a couple super chats to get to, but first, you guys, we buried the lead. What's that? Baisley played for the Phoenix Suns tonight. <laughs> that was the lead. We, that actually we, talked didn't, about we it. didn't even bury it. In we, the box. We started we off right off the top. Yeah. Well, oh, we man. we alluded to it, but we didn't actually discuss it. I mean, what's we, to discuss? Well, what did you say? Seven minutes. minutes and he had three fouls. Hey, we discussed hey, it. Hey. He got a dunk. Woo! He did get a dunk. And a steal and a block. And a rebound. A couple <laughs> rebounds. Three rebounds. Oh in God. fact. Yeah. <laughs> Start him. Uh, I think you guys are brats. Stop you it. know that? You're gonna, you're gonna make them you. think that you actually Brat. mean that. <laughs> You gotta pick that shit up and run All with it. All you guys <laughs> say is one time, and somebody's like, "Yeah, they should start him." It's gonna be that a, Espo guy said they'll start him. <laughs> it's gonna be a clip that gets played. Uh, start him. Next, he's gonna say Kevin Durant needs to get married. <laughs> <laughs> oh so no! So, in the few minutes that we did see Baisley tonight, did uh, it change any opinions for you? No. No. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't trying to say that with sass. I was saying it like I've had these opinions of Baisley and like nothing in seven minutes changed that. He's oh, he fouled three. Awesome. He got three fouls. He had a dunk. He had a block. He had a steal. Like he he and he did the thing that caused like three of us to yell at the screen like pass the ball when he got a rebound. Started dribbling it up the court. I told he, you guys he thinks he's a wing. He, he goes, look, I, if you squint, it looks like I'm wearing 35, right. and I'm about the same lankiness. I can dribble it up the court. Right. Oh like, my god. It was. It was. I'm glad that he got some run. I'm glad we got to see a little bit of him. But no, this. I mean, he's still the player that I thought he was. Uh, my favorite part about Basie's, uh, uh, you know, seven minutes was the fact that he did not. <laughs> Fall for the triple pump fake by DeMar DeRozan. That was because the uh, other three right. times he got the foul. So yeah. he, got he learned. He learned quick. Oh, look, man. Look, just like, uh, just like Daisy Sour, Sour Cream, a little dollop of uh, Baisley will do you. I don't need any more than, than what we just saw. Did he just compare this man to Sour Cream? <laughs> yes, he did. He did. Oh, my God. And he said dollop. A I don't dollop know what the fuck I, what the dollop is. Right? What is I a believe dollop? it's a dollop. It's a dollop. A little dollop of Baisley. Do you? I don't give a crap. I, you pronounce it however you want. Hey, I don't need to see hey, any more. Hey, y'all want some a dollop of sour cream? <laughs> give, me, give me a dollop of Bosley, please. I, I need that I'll dollop guess. of Bosley. Give me a dollop of Bosley. Let's go. <laughs> I think we're making a thing here. <laughs> Emma and I are gonna leave. <laughs> Emma and I are out. Oh man. A you guys are out of Baisley. control. Wow. Anyway, I'm going to read an ad. I'm tired of talking to you guys. You know, it's nights like these where I feel like a place that you can go and just get a really strong margarita are like top-notch places. Mm -hmm. Illegal Pete's is that place. Whether it's dealing with the shenanigans of some of your best friends or dealing with a busted bracket in the month of March, Illegal Pete's has your back with fresh limes, lots of tequila, sweet agave. Make sure you guys stop in and try out Illegal Pete's Coin Premium or Frozen Margarita. And don't forget, if you stop in from 3 to 6 p.m. every single day, 
that's happy hour. And that's the best hour of the day. Or if you are out and about tonight because it's Friday and maybe you're watching this show as you are walking up and down the streets of Roosevelt for first Fridays, make sure you stop at Circle K for snacks on the ride home because Circle K is the go-to place to get all the snacks for wherever you are going. And they are one of our newest partners here at PHNX. We're happy to have them on board. And to kick things off, we've teamed up with them to give something away that is really awesome. We're talking about a $500 gas card, you guys. $500 could be yours Mm -hmm. in a gas card from Circle K. All you have to do is text PHNX to 31310. Hey, this is the most important part. Stop talking. This is literally the most important part. How are they going to know how to win their $500 gas card? That's a good because question. Because you text PHNX to 31310 and win some money. There you go. There you go. Look at this snack cart. You can get all of these great snacks at Circle K. Also, see show notes for more details just in case uh, you guys didn't have it, all of the information from those ad reads. Okay, super chat time. Let's get into some more things. Chris said, it's funny to think that this show is run and monetized by beer, weed, gambling, and condoms. My kind of show. <laughs> condoms? I don't remember Whoa, that. No. Whoa, it's male whoa, Chris. Enhancement. Chris, 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 uh, listen. Like, uh, beer, uh, edibles, uh, gambling, uh, no condoms, okay? Let, <laughs> don't besmirch us. Uh, erectile dysfunction oh. pills, yes. <laughs> but condoms, no. Okay. <laughs> of course, the man with four children said condoms. Um, we don't need no chicken Oh, my dear God. I'm really glad Gerald's no. parents were here for pregame and not postgame. Chris, look what you did. Uh, show off the rails. It's so look hot in here did, now. Chris. It's all your fault. All right. Girthquake, thank you for your super chat. They said, do you guys think Monty should stagger in KD and DA when DA is struggling? Possibly, but I do think come playoff time, like obviously Jock, unless there's foul trouble again, like tonight, Jock's not going to play, you know, 20 plus minutes. So that might give him an opportunity to maybe work DA back into the second unit rotation with KD a little bit sooner. Um, I'm not even, I can't even look up at the chat because... Emma, hide the chat. They're too, they're too childish. They can't keep it together. Emma, hide the chat. <laughs> Gerald, I'm very sorry. No, it's, you know what? Come it's. On, you guys are a mess. Put the chat back Don't put the chat back up. This is your fault, you guys. All of you in the chat I, right I, now, I, this I, is I your fault. I don't think fault. you can stagger. I don't think you don't wanna... need to stagger them. Oh, You're man. definitely not going to do it a playoff time. Yeah. Lord I have mercy. I cannot. <laughs> Should we go to the next one? wild in the chat, man. Poor <laughs> Girthquake. Girthquake had a question. Girth sent in a legitimate question, and y'all are just ignoring it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I think he can. I don't know if we'll see it that often because, like we said, like the oh. KD Landale connection seems to be pretty oh strong, God. and that's a good way to get eight and rest. But yeah, playoffs, he's going to be playing 35 to 40 minutes. So I think there's more opportunities to work that in. Emma, hey, you'd like a strong no. connection. No. <laughs> oh my God. Now Emma's no. making faces at Saul and they're both laughing <laughs> with each other. So we said you need a dollar movie record. So. My parents were literally in this room three hours ago. Oh, my God. The chat is so fucking awesome tonight. I love you guys so much. You guys are all going to be putting oh, time man. out. Like, this is, we're going to have to I can't even drink, a, I can't drink the water. All all it it's so warm in here now. <laughs> Dear God. Oh my God. All right. We got another super chat. Uh, Laking. Hey, Laking. Perfect timing because I'm reading your super chat from the other day yes. that we missed. So we'll get to both of them. So the one we missed from the other day mm-hmm. from Laking said, guys, I know Katie just got here, but do you think he would finish his career in a son's uniform or would it depend on if they win a chip or two? Um, I'm not making those kind of predictions. Yeah, I, I would say if I had to lean one way versus the other, I would say probably not. Yeah, I would say because even like 
he's going to be effective well into his 40s as long as he stays healthy because of his shooting ability. So I feel like even once these three years are up, whether they win a title or not, there's there might be an opportunity for him to jump on another team or play out a one-year contract with somebody or whatever. I, I feel like it's too early to make those types of predictions. I'm... I think I could see him wrapping up his career with the Washington Wizards, going home. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You're making a from. joke. No. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Who the fuck wants? Yeah, that yeah. The Juan. Yeah, the, the Wizards. Wizards. Like, no. Yeah, yeah. You're right. He's from DC. Yeah, he's from DC. So I could see something like that because there was that the first time he went into free agency, there was that all that. Oh, he's gonna go home to to DC. He's gonna he's gonna be a wizard. Uh, you know, I could see him maybe closing out his career that way, doing something for himself at the end. Y'all have like tears stained on your faces. Right? Oh, <laughs> sorry, I'm oh, sorry. So many moments <laughs> from this show. That's, just, laugh. you know? that's the that's the hardest I think I've laughed. Dude, in. that laugh killed me. <laughs> like completely took me I, out. And I got it on both sides too because both of you were like wheezing at the same time. <laughs> right. uh, there's called, a there's it's a called emphysema there, <laughs> freaking Gerald. You sounded like that penguin from Toy Story. Oh, no, they, they, oh, put on the shelf. His name is Wheezy. <laughs> There, there's a screenshot from the show of all three of us hunched over, <laughs> laughing so hard. Oh, uh, oh no, there are some solid highlights that we're going to have to pull oh, from this one. God. All right, another super chat from Laking. Laking, thank you for your super chat. They said, Mikel really just embarrassed the Celtics and led the Nets to a 28-point comeback in Boston. Was easy, easily the best player on the court. He was. Yeah. He was. Pretty dope. I mean, listen, I, I think it's, it's great to see him flourish over there in, in, in Brooklyn. Uh, again, he's getting uh, he's getting the freedom mm-hmm. to to play at a level that I think he learned how to play at while he was here, and then he was able to take it to another level over there. And, and I mean, you love to see it because everybody loves Mikhail uh, and Cam mm-hmm. Johnson also. Like between those two, before tonight, they were averaging twenty three and nineteen a game. Uh, and so you, you love to see it for those guys. Don't do it against us if we ever meet up against yeah. you in the <laughs> finals. Yeah, but other than that. All the success in the world yeah, to you. Yeah, guys. look, mm-hmm. hey, keep doing it. We'd love to see you in yeah. June, and then we'd love to have you out here for the championship parade too. Like, why not? Absolutely. Yeah, I have a hunch they would be. Also, oh, yeah. I do too. Happy yeah. birthday, Cam! It's Cam Johnson's birthday, it isn't is. it? Oh, yeah, it is. That's right. So, shout out to the twins. Get some loving in the show. Uh, and then our final super chat is from RV. Thank you, RV. They said big test for Suns is Sunday. Hell yeah. How are yep. you guys feeling about that? I'm excited. <clears throat> I can't wait for Katie. I, this is when we find out if Katie has any resentment about Kyrie. Mm. Uh, or, he won't say it out loud, mm. but his play will do all the talking. If he comes out and drops a 50 burger, you know he was like, yeah, I took that shit personally. Uh, I can't wait to see the first time he's like, clear out. I want to go at oh, Kyrie one on one. Oh, man. I'll take that. Hey, that's 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 popcorn. That's a popcorn game right there. Yeah, that one's yep. I can't miss. Oh yeah. I'm I really excited. hope DA's not hurt though, because he can dominate mm-hmm. this group in Dallas. They mm-hmm. don't have an answer down low. Their backcourt is the strength. So I would love DA to have an opportunity to have a bounce back game Sunday. Should be a highly entertaining, highly toxic affair. Can't yes. we? <laughs> and extremely early. So excited yes. for that. Um I'm 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 gonna be interested in to see how many minutes Katie plays on Sunday because he kind of pushed it a little bit tonight. 31, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Are we starting to? I know Monty technically mm-hmm. said he'll be on a minutes restriction for a week, mm-hmm. but do we just get to add like it's, five uh, minutes each game? Like my, like uh, Gerald's uh, GIF said, or I think it was a meme. Yeah, he's like yeah, Captain Barbosa from Pirates of the Caribbean. The minutes restrictions are more what you would call guidelines than actual <laughs> rules. Look, he can't play 55 minutes if they go to overtime. That's a restriction, right? Yeah, so exactly. Like, yeah. That's that's where we're at now. 47 <laughs> minutes yeah, also was right. restriction. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. I don't know. It's going to be a fun one, though. It's going to be a It's going to be a high-scoring game because yeah. they, I mean, they blew, like, I think it was like a 28 or 25-point lead against the 76ers yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, it was a high-scoring affair. Both teams scored. I think the total combined was like over 260 points, yeah. like, the Mavs don't play D. No. And <laughs> and Luca and Kyrie will put up a lot of points. But, you know, if the Suns come and they play defense the way they can, then they should be fine. Mm-hmm. All right. We've got one more comment that I want to mention. Jeremy. Jeremy said, thanks for making me cry laugh tonight, gang. Uh, <laughs> well, we're happy that you also cry laugh with us <laughs> because we did the same thing. So I'll give you guys an option. 
We have a producer surprise. Yeah. All right. <laughs> producer surprise. Why not? We've gone so far. So I, let's go we first. Let's go. Well, right? Like, yeah, just lean right on into it. Finish strong. We're waiting for this. What you got for us, Emma? What's our producer surprise? <laughs> oh. Oh, no. That's the wrong one. Oh. Damn. Shane, bravo, brother, bravo. Who's your mic at? That's tough. Right here. Oh, okay. That's uh, tough. Oh, um, okay, so first one. I'm talking to the Mac. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're at Illegal Pete's, right? Mm-hmm. You get your bowl, your burrito, whatever you want. Mm -hmm. You go to your table and you sit down and there's a stack of napkins that look untouched. Mm-hmm. Are you using the napkins? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't use the top one, but I would take the top one off and use the ones underneath it. I'm yeah, I'd use, the, I'd use the napkins. Live sure. dangerously. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're not We're not really That's... trying to create more waste around oh. these parts. Okay. We're also Are you not a yes or a no? We're also not hoity-toity on this show oh. either. <laughs> it really depends how clean the table is. If the table looks dirty, I'm like, eh. If the table looks really gross, but if the napkins, like, because I've left napkins before that I never ended up using, and I know, like, they were just sitting there, nothing else. Yeah. Right. Then I kind of get it. You can yeah. tell, I feel like. We Sean's over in the back shaking his head like, you guys are disgusting. We lived through a global pandemic. What? I'm fine with a couple of, couple of napkins. I'm, I'm good now, you know? A couple COVID wipes. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's, that's, that's the argument for the other. Yeah. All right. What else? Emma, you got? are you a yes or a no? I'm, I'm a no. Okay. I don't no. like that. It, That's okay. It, I don't like you it. Don't I feel peer don't pressured know. to say yes. I, think I don't. I think it's fair to say it depends on the table. Because yeah. if like the bottom couple of napkins are like wet or something, I'm like, no, I'm just going to It's illegal pizza. Everything is clean. We're all good. Right. right. That's well, what I'm yeah. saying. We, the but, scenario was illegal pizza. We know they clean their table. Hold fair. on, though. Did I see the people that were at the table? Like, is there Doesn't matter. Kind of <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Illegal <laughs> pizza cleans up. That's all, right. all we need to know. Next question. Okay. This one, Saul. You might have already like seen this question out on the internet, so I need you to not answer. Okay. Just listen. Okay. Are you an apple or are you an orange? There's a right answer. Lowered. This was asked at the combine. Are you an apple or are you an orange? And there is a right answer. Shoot. Like coaches, no coaches were asking. I'm going players. orange. Orange? Yeah. Why? There's layers to it. Okay. Espo. I was going to say that too. Uh, I'm an orange. I'm bright. Uh, I'm, I'm cheery. Uh, I'm refreshing. There are layers to me. Uh, and I'm very deep. I'm very deep. You know, I'm a big, bright, shiny star. The best laugh we've ever had. I got plenty of seeds. Like, I, I, there you go. Gerald, what about you, buddy? I'm bright. <laughs> to the mic with a straight fucking face. <laughs> hey, somebody's got to believe in me. It's got to be me, damn it. We believe in you, oh, Espo, but bright is not a bright. word that we probably would have thrown out I'm, there. I'm a peacock. Uh, I don't know. I would just say orange because I like oranges better, to be honest with you. I would say apple. Why apple? Uh, because I come in a variety of different colors, and my core is solid. <laughs> That's nice. Okay, so what's the answer? So the answer that they're looking for, Saul kind of said it. Okay. Mm -hmm. You you want to be an apple because you're hard to the core. When you peel back the layer of an orange, it's all squishy. It's all. You're all mush inside. Mushy. And like you're not protected. Soft. Soft. I'm just going to go soft. out on a limb and be just, I'm just going to say it. I feel like I question people who played football because, you know, <laughs> brain injuries and things. Oranges are clearly elite over apples. <laughs> I like oranges better. They are. What else you got, Emma? Well, that was it, I think, I, right? Oh, I'm it. an apple. If you smash into it, it explodes just like my head. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> they're like, I need to go back. This is going to drive me bonkers. What? The apple wins because you're hard to the core? What? <laughs> yeah. Nobody fucks with the core, though. You can actually it, eat an apple point, all the way though? to like, yeah. <laughs> You can't eat an entire apple. You can eat a, an entire orange. You can eat an entire apple. If I, I mean, were a hot dog, would you eat? Like, what? what is this questioning? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. I just saw it with some NFL combine oh, stuff, and I was like, "Ooh, this will be fun." I, I mean, hard to the core. Hard to the core is better than 
Bright. Chico said apples yeah, have because you don't skin. want smart people on your football team. I didn't really take it. The way you said it wasn't like, I'm bright, like I'm like, smart. No, it was, it was like, like colorful. I'm bright, like colorful. It's like when you ask a child, like, what does your mom say about you? I'm smart. Like, that's, what, that's how it sounded. <laughs> I'm good Sorry. enough. I'm smart enough. And Dash got it. People like me. I was so polite and kind to your fiance, your parents sitting over there, and then you shank me oh, like sorry. this on the postcard. Sorry. You just, watch yourself, poor gay. You were just so oh cheery, God. and I shouldn't have shat on it because you're, it was the happiest oh, he's been in a while. Your parents go, give me a hug. We're Italian. We hug. And you go, and then I'm going to stab you in the back. <laughs> Okay, All well, right. um, to everybody in the chat who said, what are we doing here? What is happening? Listen, y'all should know by now, Friday night's last moments of the show, always chaos. They can go anywhere. Always. Or at yeah. least you should be always prepared for chaos. What are we doing here? This is PHNX Suns. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> yeah. This is what happens. Yeah. We're just we're just having a good time. We hope you had a great time. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. we had a great time. We did. And you guys, I mean, seriously, these some of the best comments I've seen <laughs> all year. <laughs> Just thinking about it, I'm probably going to laugh all the way home. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Good job, guys. Good job, chat. All right. Well, we will not have a show for you guys tomorrow. We're going to take the day, but we will be back on Sunday with a pregame show and a postgame show for you guys. So plan to come hang out with us then. Until we see you next, you can follow the show on Twitter at phnx underscore sons. You can follow me at lindsaysmithaz. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. I'm bright. <laughs> I'm deep. <laughs> I'm smart. And I have many layers. And I don't care what Gerald says. Oh, holy boy. <laughs> Lindsay, Gerald, Espo Saw past the ball, we here to turn up the tempo Got to understand me, y'all always rep the family Rally in the valley like Dan G No plan B